Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of uh, Aiden Mike's Monday Night Wars with, with me, Aid, and uh, your Mike over there who's just sorting out his notes from uh, In Your House Free from back in a period where WWE decided they needed more. Aid, have you got bat wings? Have I got what? Bat wings. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. I it mean, is. it's it is hot as balls. Absolutely ridiculous. It's hot as balls. Like, there's no wind or anything, so there's no. Yes, like it's bad in here. It wasn't as bad as this yesterday. It's it's fucking warm in here. How many hours did of sleep did you get last night? Not too bad actually. At least six, I think. So solid for a, a day as warm as I it was. Got, um, zero because I was doing this. Yeah, you're putting too much emphasis on this. I think like you you might want to reassess well your whole life in essence. Well, I was you know watching other things as well. Mm. But. Yeah, Speaking of, I have uh, recently watched the entire first two series of Rick and Morty, which is, it's good, don't get me wrong, and it's got some really good bits, but like, I was told it was like, you know, a world-changing work of genius, and it's it's not, it's just... Was this by the same people who like, um, what's that show I ate? Uh, no, no, it's more of a, it's one of those where it's like, um... The show I ate, by the way, is... Family guy. Family guy. But, yeah. um, but like, so it, this is more of a, like, this guy who's a genius. Just to explain, I that. hate the people who like it more than I think I hate the show. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of Family Guy, but, like, like there's some there's some really good bits in it, but you have to sit through a lot of average yeah, in Family Guy. it's smart for fit people. It is, yeah. Well, Rick and Morty is, is very much like a... Like, the main character is, like, this genius guy who drags his grandson through loads of crazy adventures in, like, parallel universes and stuff. And it's basically just... It is that humour of, like... You lost me at universe. Yeah, anyway, so he's... he's Like, he's, he's dead smart, but, like, you know, he's got no morality, so he, he does stuff like forcing his grandson to smuggle some uh, weird energy seed things up his ass and stuff. Which is relatively amusing, but it's nothing um. new. Isn't that abuse? It is abuse, yeah. I mean, there's a lot, I think a lot of that goes <laughs> on. But that's like the whole, most of the humour is, oh, oh, he just doesn't care. So, yeah, great. And like, some of them <laughs> are really good, but like, it's just not, you know, it's not what I was told it was. And that annoys me. Do you uh, have a good day? What, today? Uh, did I? I don't know. I did saw at least day. 15 boobs today. Really? Why? Well, actually. Also. After, well, actually. That'd be thirty boobs, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, fifteen pairs of boobs. Well, where I work, I'm uh, I'm in catering. I'm not going to tell you what institution I work for, but we do events and stuff. And there was a fashion show where I work, and uh, where the uh, models were getting changed was directly in front of where I was working. So fashion models boobs. So not really boobs. Um. Not top of the range fashion model boobs, which means better yeah. because they looked more yeah, normal. They look like real people, yeah. yeah. Um, but just ruined by middle class people. I, didn't yeah, e- I wasn't like even enjoying the boobs was. by the end because they. Because it was because you were in a kitchen on the hottest day in Asia's and it's hot as balls in there. And they can't just... have helped, Mike. Yeah, I know what you mean. On a side note, by the way, I was thinking about this today. Like I was in Australia last year. And it was it was hotter than hotter than this. It was like got up to like forty, but it wasn't that much of an issue. It's like my body knew I was in Australia, and right now it's like, mate, I know it's not as hot, 
but you are in Britain, it shouldn't yeah, it's be taking like the this. easy way out, isn't it? My body's been just telling me today you can do fuck all today because it's hot. Hey, look how hot it is. Like man. when it snows. Well, I can do work. Don't yeah. need to bother getting into work today because it's you know, yeah, snowing. snowing. It? There's no way you can get there. Yeah, everyone knows that. Literally everyone. But on a side note, let's not go into it too much because we've got all this shite to talk about wrestling-wise, but... What is wrong with... What is wrong with a... I don't want to say middle-class people per se, but a significant minority of a... Look, in fact, I, fuck that. Look, that's far too political for this kind of thing, yeah, right? We're not, we're not, we're not that can only hurt that. us. <laughs> Do they... That, again, Mike, let's just... Right, let's just leave it there. You leave your class prejudices where they belong in your head suppressed until one day they expose themselves as an aneurysm. And we can uh, we can move on. But it's the ones who think that they're your kind of buddy who are worse than the other ones. I know, Mike. And like, I even prefer the old school master and servant ones because they're a bit patronising, but there's no, like, weird... Yeah, you don't have to, yeah. You, you can just, like... People who say, like, oh, I hate being patronised. I don't. It's all right. Yeah, it's annoying, but then they're gone. It's not rude. that's it. I don't think. It's kind of rude. Yeah, but on them. Yeah, like... They're still nice to you. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. You know, you make them a coffee, they say, well done. Bit odd. They do. They do. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, like, my day was... It's better than this quagmire of weirdness that you get with the ones who can't accept... That they think they're better than you, but don't want to show it, but then hate you for bringing it up. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. Don't know it doesn't happen to me a lot, because uh, I, I, I work in IT again. won't tell you what institution, because you wouldn't know if I did. And, uh, yeah. But, it's almost like they hate you for bringing it up. Yeah, you said that already, Mike. Yeah. Well, well, look, I mean, that's, that's, that's people for you, innit? Um... I've just had a bad, a long day in this heat. Yeah. I've been to like four different sites today. It's a little grim, Matt, Mike. Like I, I didn't barely... even really enjoy the boobs. I mean, that's how rough the days were. <laughs> like, I got yeah. no real pleasure from them. Alright, well, uh, shall we move on to some wrestling? Which... If we must, yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of a point of the show, Mike. Come on, come on. Drink your beer, mate. Come on. Yeah, right, beer makes everything let's okay. Let's get to it. Alright, so, so yeah, in your house free, so as I was saying before you start going on about weird shit, um, from back in the day when WWF decided they needed more pay-per-views but couldn't be asked thinking of more names, so basically... So this is the third one from what I remember? Yeah, so... The, like, third, in, the third in your house yeah, so, ever? So for a little while, basically, they had the major pay-per-views and then everything else was, was a version of in your house. Mm-hmm. Um... Like I said, this one was number three. Starts off with a promo, obviously, you know, as these things often do. Well, I was, I was thinking that bef- before this one, I don't know if I've probably said it before, but I'm really grateful to the network for keeping it WWF. Yeah. There's I'd... a real classy feel that I don't get from the new stuff. I mean, people who aren't used to the WWF thing, probably, but it, it feels more... Well, yeah, I mean, it's what we grew up with WWF. Yeah. And, like, I have to, I have to kind of, I've trained myself pretty intensely to to say WWE, but if I'm not paying attention. Like, I, like, I still think. No, WWF I've, I've been brainwashed. Yeah. I say WWE yeah. now. 
I'd like to be fair, it even feels different if you say WWF, you think like Hulk Hogan and stuff. Feels like it was a different organisation, you know, back in the day. Also, how did they win? Because way more people like wrestling than animals. I know. Um, Absolutely, maybe they don't. I, I think it was. I think, I think it was, the animal ones are a bit more extremist, though, aren't they? Well, not the WWF. They're nice guys. They're not Peter or whatever it's called. But like, uh, I think basically they 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 won purely on on being named it first. So I think they, they just they registered it as a trademark or whatever before WWF did, and then basically it was kind of open and shut. And so I'm pretty sure that's how they won. However, it did give rise to a, a glorious T-shirt where there's, you can get a T-shirt with WWF on and a panda smacking another one with a steel chair, which is which is pretty pretty exceptional. Speaking of which, that that T-shirt when I saw it advertised on um, on Facebook for pandas and WWF. Had uh, like on Facebook the the, the post had, had the quote, "My God, he's got a steel chair," uh, which is obviously uh, <laughs> which is obviously Jim Ross who makes his uh, first appearance um, <clears throat> of the uh, of our little so thing. Where, at, where do you watch your wrestling? Where? Yeah, uh, it depends. So, um, so I, I watch mine in the uh, the spare room that isn't a spare room. It's kind of just a sofa bad. bed. Uh, that's, no, that's a sofa. That's it's like uh, it's a guest room at best. Yeah, yeah, like you, yeah, you couldn't rent it out. Yeah, that's probably the definition of spare. And room, so obviously, right? when you've got a girlfriend, you would think, as a young lad said to me the other day, that I'd get more action. Do you just not interested? Um, after a three-year mark, no. Well, absolutely not. So usually when I'm in the grotty little room, I don't well, don't finish that <laughs> sentence, right? So so I went to watch the show last night, and um, I got the little advert. I got the Bellas. Oh yeah, and that put me in the mood. Not necessarily for the <laughs> Bellas, but just, just yeah, just yeah. just put me in the mood. But I but I talked myself out of it because it was getting late, and I knew I had to get this done because I, yeah, I had so- an early start. Uh, and then the first thing I was met with watching this was um, the advertisement of a promise of a, a triple header. <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that in a second. I, I, they kept saying it as well. Which so as you know, I is a triple header a, a sexual thing or is, does it no, just sound just like it should be? Like you were just in that zone. Yeah, like, yeah I was in the zone. Like a triple header that would just be weird. But yeah, like what I a triple header. I don't. Don't want to think Probably about illegal, it. actually. Yeah, everything's illegal somewhere. Isn't or it? deviant, at least. At least deviant, yeah. Like, I tend to watch on on the, the PlayStation, so like I started off doing it on like in the computer room, but there's too many distractions in the computer room. Like if I'm in there, like my pawn's a bit of a one, but obviously I live alone, so it's kind of, I've got that well under control. Uh, but like um, yeah, pawn's like my dirty little secret. When you've yeah. got a girlfriend, pawn be. You're like 19 again. Yeah, and when you get, like, I imagine anyway, when you get... Not 19, like 15. Yeah. Because by 19, you've... you've yeah. You've, you've, you've got a handle on it. Yeah. But yeah, you, it's like, and like you don't get to do it all the time as well. So, like, if, if you're alone, it becomes a distraction. Whereas, obviously, like me, I, I get to schedule it. But, like, the, the bigger distraction is football manager. Like, like... If I'm, if I'm in football there, manager, I'll put it on and then like killing me. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a absolute. SM17, by the way, the the mm. best one I've ever played. It is fantastic. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, just buy it immediately. 
But anyway, so so I've moved to the PS4 and watching it on the TV and then just, you know. Yeah, the little room is not conducive to me staying. I'm going to have to start watching it in the sitting room. Go stay or the focused. lounge or whatever you Go call stay it. stay focused, mate, yeah. Yeah, because it's a real den of... Um, What's what in, iniquity? Iniquity. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, it's a real den of iniquity, my um, <laughs> my grotty little sofa. Well, that's bedroom. why I never stay over at yours, mate. Yeah. Don't stay over there. No, I am. Have to re- do well, a real forensic me, by job. The way, this isn't podcast related, but uh, I'm away from Friday to Saturday, so you're gonna have to look after the cat, mate. Right. Um, actually, this I'll be. One. Yeah, yeah, I'll be in, here on Friday till mid afternoon. So if you pop in like Saturday, Saturday evening, awesome. Uh, anyway, um, coming back to uh, to in your house. Where is, is the cat struggling, by the way? Because oh yeah, she usually he's normally is... sat on the tiles. He's actually probably on that glass coffee table I've got because yeah, it's obviously cool. He if you're not it. watching this now, which you probably won't be, this week has been the hottest week I can ever remember. Like I say, I've had hotter weather abroad, but it, it's it's low thirties, which if you're American is a about 90 I think and um I was listening to the kid who lives next door to me this 20 year old girl or whatever and she was saying this is so Brooklyn so I've I kind of got what she's saying do, do, do you have really hot weather in Brooklyn in the summer yeah New York people when I was, sitting New outside York when I was there last year was nearly 40 because everyone on our street last night was just sitting on the steps yeah it was like it's actually probably a little cooler out tonight but there's, there's no breeze, so basically having the windows open, he's doing nothing in But anyway, back to wrestling. Yeah, back to wrestling, yeah. So it opens with a promo, as I was saying, um, and it clearly explains the main event, which was... As you I remember, did like that um, they, they called Owen and Yoko the greatest tag team ever. Yeah, got it written which, down. Oh, that is a bold every, every tag team champion in WWE history during their run is the greatest yeah. ever. There he is, the cat. But yeah, like I, I, I wrote it down as well because it is a very, very bold claim. I was proper excited to see Jim Ross, though. I don't know. Like, he, he's just all right, Jim Ross. I think everyone enjoyed Ross and Lawler as well. So I was thinking about this podcasting because obviously we're a bit shit at the minute. But um, it gave... Because Jim Ross becomes amazing. Mm. But in, you could see everybody has to feel their way in the stuff, don't we? They do. And he yeah. was obviously. Was it his, is his first one since we've been watching? It's his first one since we've been watching, and there was some stuff in it that made me think it was at least early in his. Like, he can't have done We're much. not watching the, the other stuff, are we? Like no, and this was his first. I don't know if it was so his, let us know this is our if, first if anyone pay-per-view. does watch this. Let us know if this is actually his first so, appearance. On yeah, the one thing right. I noted, like a little bit later, is um, he obviously he obviously says slobber knocker at some point. Um, which apparently, it's going to be the name of his autobiography. Yeah, I wrote but, that down. But basically, um, like every, the other guys react like they've never heard it before. So it can't, like, I mean, it, you know, I don't know if it's his first outing just of the night or ever, but it's obviously, you know, he probably used it because he's been in WCW and stuff, hasn't he? So, but like they definitely reacted like uh, like it was totally no. Um, Did but you anyway, like the um, the gospely soul music for in your house? Com- uh, sort of. I can't really remember it. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They they kept. Is that the, the same music for every in your house? Don't know, Mike. It's we'll my first out. in we'll, your we'll, house. We'll find out, won't we? 
Yeah, so anyway, we started with um, with Savio Vega versus Waylon Mercy. Who is very Bray Wyatt-y. Well, I was thinking about this. Yeah, he's got a real Bray Wyatt look to him, but the character doesn't seem to have much in common with Bray Wyatt. Really? Well, I, when I... It, no. But it, it's, it's like very, they went to the same costume designer. It's very designer. true detective Yeah, and like, actually, but, I read a thing accidentally online which... Uh, compared him to um, to De Niro in Cape Fear, which I thought is a really good comparison. He's a lot like De Niro in Cape Fear. Can't remember that film, but I have seen it. I yes. do know for that film, De Niro chiseled his teeth into points. Yeah, he's weird like that, De Niro. Like, uh, yeah. Wouldn't want a pint with De Niro. No, like as... Uh, Hoffman's another one, Dustin Hoffman. I think I'd find them pretty boorish well was that was that thing was that story where I can't remember which I think they'd probably find me a complete twat yeah yeah obviously but like yeah like was that thing where I can't remember which I am knowing of my place in life you know that (laughs) British actor who was working with Dustin Hoffman so Hoffman like went for like a two mile run because he was supposed to be you know out of breath in the scene and like so he was late back and the guy was like talking about is it Lawrence Olivia I think it's Lawrence Olivia in Marathon Man yeah, in Marathon Man, yeah. And so he asked him why. He goes, oh, I went for a run to get into character. He goes, mate, why don't you just try acting? <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, fair enough. There's a lot of dedication. But, yeah, like, anyone could be out of breath if you just run two miles. So, anyway, this is Waylon Mercy's mm. first pay-per-view appearance. They've obviously built him up before this. As on, I say obviously a lot. Yeah, so but, do I. I do it all the time. I Like, if I'm writing emails, I have to... Basically, at the end of my email, I have to go through and remove two or three. Do I say like a lot? I do. I don't notice. Obviously, is my like. I think. Yeah. I, Especially doing this, I say. Obviously I say obviously a lot. about things that aren't actually obvious as well. Like that wasn't obvious. No. I'm just talking like. Yeah, you're a weird guy. But anyway. So obviously, this is his. Um, yeah, it's his first. First pay-per-view appearance. He's he been, gets a little promo on, on the walk. He squashes so. a worm on his arm. Yeah. Like, he's good, Waylon Mercy. Like, I, but he when he takes... Because he's wearing that, like... Is it a, what would you call it a Hawaiian shirt? I don't know. It's uh, like a southern know, shirt. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a but lot like Bray Wyatt. Like it's a Hawaiian white shirt. pants and the... Uh, but, 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 but he's in ring attire. He's all white. He made <laughs> me think he was like one of those southern Baptist ministers... Yeah. With his in-ring stuff. Yeah, and he's like, he's, he's a bit weird. It's hard to get a proper handle on this match because there wasn't too much build-up, like, which I think is kind of betrayed by that. There's a promo during the walk on, like... Um, but, yeah, like, he's he's, he's oh, Somewhere, somewhere he's during this match, well. um, yeah, Doc yeah, it's Hendricks, quite early on. who is Michael... That's PS exactly what I said. He says, oh, we've got breaking news from Doc Hendricks. I was like, who the fuck's Doc Hendricks? He That's has Michael. been Doc Hendricks before as well. Has he? I've, like, I, I don't know Doc We've Hendricks got to start guy. watching this more frequently because... Has he? Has it come up before? I don't think he was on yeah, that. Maybe, been, yeah. He's been Doc Hendricks Hocking before. random shit. No, no, this one was... Uh, he's not hocking shit yet. I no, mean, not on this one. I mean, yeah. previously, yeah. On this one, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's all let... he said so far is that uh, Owen... Owen's yeah, Owen Hart is, is not in the building. Now, to recap... Yeah, you do do a recap here. Like, so the main event here, it's, it's Owen and Yoko against Sean and Diesel. Like, Sean and Diesel, uh, Diesel's the, the proper full champ, world champ, whatever. Sean is intercontinental, and Owen and Yoko are the, um, are the tag champs. 
So they've got a match, and basically it's a triple header because basically whoever gets pinned loses their belt. So obviously if Sean and Diesel win, they become tag champs. And then if... Um, Is that some chick? No, no, it's it's literally the nerdiest thing in the world, so we won't get into that. Um, uh, and what then, we're doing now is pretty nerdy. Yeah, that's about a Star Wars game. Uh, but anyway... Um, Touche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but so if, if Sean or Diesel get pinned, then whoever pins them gets their belt. Now, so anyway, so Owen isn't, isn't there. And so basically, one of the weird things about this was was what I, well, what I thought was the commentators took it surprisingly well. Like there was no, oh my god, I can't believe what's going to happen. They were just like, oh, Owen's there, and that was it. And then everyone just kind of moved on. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to research this because it ruins the element of watching mm. this as a a TV show rather than getting into the business. But I do wonder. Hmm. No, I don't, because it was all explained at the end. Yeah, yeah. It, what a buffoon I am for even bringing that up. Yeah, I mean, but, but this watching point, that, I was at this thinking, point you did wonder, yeah. like, as as what what's happened there. But anyway, so the match goes on, and like, you know what? I enjoyed this match, Mike. Really did. Um, Savio Vega's a bit of a. He's a bit of an offing, Savio Vega. Well, from my from a venture into the old uh, podcasting. Um, Apparently, he plays a really important part in um, in Stone Cold's rise. Oh, does he really? Well, okay. Yeah, well, apparently, he's a well, he's um, he's a Puerto Rican legend, isn't he? Yeah. In the same way, Conan is a legend in. Yeah, in, um, to, to be fair, by Mexico, bit, but bit of a nothing. I don't mean no. he's not a good wrestler. He is. He's really good. It's just like it's not really clear where he is in WWF at this point. Like he's obviously not. He's not a big contender, and like it's, well, it's just not clear what he's him, up to. He got beat in a tag match with yeah. Bob Spark Plug Holly. Yeah, they he? made him tag with Bob Spark Plug Holly, and and then he's opening this pay per view, and you can't knock that, can you? No. But anyway, but um, during the match, Mercy was showing no mercy at all. Just roll that down. That's the worst pun ever, Mike, and you should be. I, I make it up. Oh, did oh, I actually say it? So I yeah. thought you'd made that I think up. Vince McMahon said it at least twice. Yeah, I think he probably would, wouldn't he? My my favourite What was, was on the back of Savio Vega's head, by the way? Yeah, like it's... Um, he had a shaved imprint. Of, yeah, and like the commentators did it. So basically, apparently, he does like a hand signal thing, mm-hmm. which is like this, I believe. But similar to the thing Brazilian football players do. Yeah, it's like... I don't know if, if, if people here have seen uh, Crocodile Dundee. But it's essentially the thing he does to the um, to the dog to make it not attack him while well, making a sound. But anyway, so he's got like a silhouette of uh, uh, shaved into the back of his head. Um, no, you know what I've noted down here? It's mm-hmm. really good not knowing what people's signature moves are and and special moves because mm-hmm. Vega did a he did like a big boot, a spinning back kick, a bulldog, and every time he did it, I thought he'd win. And then Whale and Mercy. He changed the momentum and he did that brain buster thing. Yeah. And I definitely thought that was it. And he yeah. didn't win with the brain buster. Actually, like, yeah, my yeah. note on this match was real good match, this one. Had no idea who was going to win. Like, genuinely, throughout, at no point was I like, oh, yeah, I know who's going to win this. Like, I was like, like, I had no idea what was going on. It was a really good match. It was really back and forth and, like... Well, they just did a fine job. And then Savio Vega won by like a, a uh, running spinning, spinning heel, heel kick. kick. Yeah. 
but a running one. The kind, the thing that I make all of my guys do on every WWE, WWE game. game. I'm a big fan of it as well. Like I, I, I well, WWE games, I like a clothesline. Really, you know. I've become more traditionalist, but in my early days, I was all kicky. Yeah, like, well, like, kicks look better, don't we? Everyone knows that. Hmm. But anyway, so at some point around Vega getting the win, we had another, we had another cut to um, Doc, the Doc. Yeah, with with Cornet and was uh, was, was all of them Cornet, Yoko, Mister Fuji. Well, all of them apart from Owen. Yeah. And, um, Oh, and Gorilla Monsoon was there. Yeah, so apparently the triple ladder match is is going ahead. Um, they don't really. They, I, don't, I think they clarify it's Cornet in this was convincing Gorilla that Owen will be there. Yeah, and the Gorilla's like, no matter what, it's going ahead. Yeah, it? so it's definitely going ahead. And like, like Cornet does some good work here. He does some even better work here in a bit that I'll get to later. But yeah, that was like, that is what wrestling needs. Yeah, like, what you get, what he does later. Yeah. Yeah. Like Connor, which is which is, a, is sadly missing from WCW. Really he really knows what he's doing, Jim. He Connor. really does. Well, we'll yeah. talk about it in a bit, but like he's a great talker, Connor. I think we covered yeah. this before. Like he, like he's a good enough talker, but, but even when he's talking a bit of bollocks, he it's still entertaining, and you're still kind of with him in a weird way. But like, well, we'll talk about it later. But with a real astute knowledge of what he's doing yeah. for the good of the. For yeah, the good we'll, of wrestling. We'll, we'll get yeah, to it, but yeah. like I think we both picked up yeah. on this, so I think. And like anyway, so we'll move on to the next match, which is uh, Psycho Sid with Ted DiBiase. I just wrote Psycho Sid looks awesome. Yeah, he and does. Psycho Sid. I mean, people listening to this, if anybody is, will know better. But there's a real stone coldiness about Psycho Sid. Yeah, he's kind the, of no, but look at the fans. Yeah, there's a lot. He's of a real anti-hero. Yeah. Is, is is psycho? But with no push of the ant, like no, he's not. He's not being given that push. People just kind of get behind him because, yeah. like, and this is one of the things with with, with wrestling. I really fans. digging his music. Yeah, like like I don't know. Sometimes it feels like like the people in charge of wrestling don't get this. Like Vince McMahon has a weird track record of sometimes picking up on it and sometimes just ignoring it. For another no bit. Um, yeah, I'll get him as a weird cable. Um, but yeah, basically. Psycho Sid, in a, in a very strange way, feels a bit like um, he's a bit like a he's a bit like a Cesaro, isn't it? I, I was going to cough and say Cesaro, yeah. yeah but I don't, I don't know where where things are going to go with Psycho Sid, but from my understanding, he didn't become much more than what he is mm-hmm. now uh, in what we're watching. But there was a real opportunity. A long run. I would say Psycho Sid's more over than Diesel is. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, that, at yeah. this point. But anyway, um, as you were saying, like, as I was going to say, yeah, like, basically, wrestling sometimes, you know, like, fans appreciate people who, who, are, who are good at what they do. And Sid is good at what he does, which is, you know, playing the psycho and stuff. Like, people get on it, he gets over, because he's good. It. He's an intense motherfucker. And as you say, Cesaro is a fine example of a man who Cesaro got over for no other reason. And he was just really good. Should watch a bit more of um, yeah. latter day wrestling. I haven't watched it yeah, since. I think some um, decent stuff's been happening actually, from what I've seen. But like, is it? And by that I mean what Facebook has assaulted me with. But yeah. So anyway, Psycho Sid is is uh, wrestling Hemi Godwin, and he's because he's a, a raving lunatic after getting slapped. Yeah. Vince McMahon loves saying slapped. Yeah, babe. I've like, not got enough confidence to do a Vince McMahon impression yet. I'm going to practice in front of a mirror, but. 
He loves saying slap. I'm terrible at impressions. Yeah. There will be no impressions from me. He really does, though, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, a couple of things about this match, which, I, and again, right, I'll, I'll not lie to you, Mag, I can't remember why. I was looking, I was trying to find something out. I think I was trying to find out where it was because I couldn't remember. So I, I saw, like, some reviews of, of, of In Your House 3. This match got, got a real kick in in at least a couple of reviews I read. I, I thought it was all right. Why? I thought it was... It was decent. It was Big Man versus Big Man. It was okay, you know. It was it was good and, like... There was some good stuff in it. Um, Henry Godwin's um, Arkansas hour. goulash looks like Heinz sandwich bread. It does a bit. Yeah. Um, there was some. There was some side notes. To I work with a lot of Eastern European people, and they've um, bought goulash in from time to time. Don't look like that. No, it's like isn't it tomato based? Is it? I don't know. I'm not having some of kind of stew in it. Yeah, I'm thinking of both. Don't look like Thai sandwich bread. No, it doesn't. A couple of things from the match, though. Uh, first off, they they mentioned the new Miss America, oh. who's from. Oklahoma. Oh, this is where Jim Ross says, by the way. Yeah. Neither one. Uh, neither one a technical purist it's going to be a stand up slobber knocker it is yeah I've got that now this is where slobber knocker came in but yeah so Miss America they, they, they bring up I think it's the first time that something I've brought up as a news story in one of our podcasts has actually been mentioned but yeah yeah because last time I did tell you Miss America had happened so yeah she was Miss America uh, some nobody do you want an actual name yeah um, it was Chantal Smith out of 10 fitness by what you've seen on the um, uh, the Wikipedia thing he's not uh, dead or anything no a picture on Wikipedia is from 2008 at which point she was um, in her 30s oh alright not not great one other black, thing black white Latino uh, white blonde um, one other thing which I think is worth noting for, for people I was I also tried to find out whether this was the first time he said Jim Ross said Slobberknocker this is a real genuine fact if you search Slobberknocker on Wikipedia, it redirects to Jim Ross's page. That happens. That's how... Yeah. The man's over. Aligned that man is with that word. Yeah. Like, it redirects to his page. Uh, I yeah. don't know. I, I thought this match was alright. It had the story also... of Godwin's back being a bit yeah. weakened because Psycho Sid powerbombed him. Dibiase does does yeah. a good bit of distracting. God, he does well, good well, manager work. This match wasn't even bad. No, and where it's positioned on the card yeah. as well, like it's it's the second one. It's like this match was essentially meant to do nothing but just you know keep the obviously you know. You I like that they're saying that Dibiase is now wearing Armani suits. Mm-hmm. Well, they're moving on with the times. He's yeah. not just got a million dollar suit. He's he's wearing Armani yeah. suits. And it also had literally one of my favourite pieces of commentary Oh, by the way, before, before I realised that they were saying Hog Farmer, I thought they were saying The Hog Father. <laughs> the Terry Pratchett book. Just, you know, a reference to him being like the godfather of <laughs> Hog Farmers, I don't know. I thought they were saying The Hog Father. It was a long time in before I realised <laughs> they were saying Hog Farmer. Good on you. Um, yeah, so anyway, to so join the match, there's a bit where, for some reason... Um, like, because uh, Jim Ross is, is from from Oklahoma, sort of. This is the Wasn't first bit of banter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a bit where Jerry the King Lawler claims, he asked, you know what Arkansas state motto is? At least we're not Oklahoma. Which, yeah. which not just hilarious on its own, Jim Ross felt the need to respond with the words, 
that's not true. <laughs> Which is just great. It's he also, like say, he also says to Jim Ross, uh, is that why you roll the sides of your cowboy hat up so you and your old lady can get in, the, get in at the same time? <laughs> uh, I think, oh yeah, that's after asking, saying, you, you've got a pickup truck. <laughs> Definitely got a pickup truck. You're from Oklahoma. It's like, yeah. So so what? Well. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's like it's real good. Like you it's can really be- see the. It's the uh, the beginnings of well, obviously what will become a legendary relationship. But yeah, very much so. But Jim Ross is the third wheel in this. He is. He is yeah. in this one. Yeah, it's not that comfortable at the minute. But yeah, there's... but there's the signs of life. Mm. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, so like I said, DiBiase does a bit of distracting. Then, uh, then Psycho said, power bombs Henry, Henry Godwin. Mm. Now, I don't, like, you may not mm. remember Henry, Henry Godwin. You may not, that may not mean anything to you. Henry Godwin's massive. Like, he's he's as, at least as tall as Psycho said, and he's kind of dubby. Wasn't Henry Godwin, Henry Godwin was on the verge of victory, I remember him this man. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. like, DiBiase, he, he, he does his slop drop on him, which is yeah. an inverted DDT. Um, but, yeah, DiBiase yeah, does, the, does the, some the, stuff. The sting and, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, inverted DDT is... is and then, is, then uh, yeah. Yeah, then... then DiBiase yanks him out, doesn't he? Yeah. And, and, like, seriously, that is a strong man to be powerbombing someone. Because he's big, he doesn't like get the credit that like you know that a John Cena would get for doing that. Because he's he's big as well, but it takes a lot of strength to power bomb that guy. And there's no, it's not a shit power bomb. It's not like that time that uh, Cena AA'd the Big Show, which was like still impressive, but basically he got him up and then just kind of put him on the floor. Um, there's no way that could hurt. It's like a full on power bomb. It's impressive. So what happens at the end? Because it's a nice little bit at the end where so um, karma so comes down, doesn't he? Just before that, so um, Psycho Sid basically starts mocking uh, Henry Godwin. By the way, it is Henry O. Godwin, so his initials mm. are Hog. Never forget that. So I don't know. I think it's something Henry Godwin does where like like so basically Psycho Sid like pushes him out and and Mime's doing it with his like face like like a Hogwood. Mm-hmm. Rolls him out the ring, and then there's a lot of ah, you know, you, that, this is this is disrespectful. All that kind of stuff going on. Then Bam Bam Bigelow comes out to tell to Sid or something. Then Karma comes out. There's a bit of a fight. And then they're holding Bam but, Bam Bigelow. Uh, yeah, then yeah, they they hold Bam Bam Bigelow. So Million Dollar Man is gonna slot Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, but just before he does it, the Hogfather grabs the bucket him. from behind. And, and he and he slots the million dollar man and slots him again. For and, and at that point, Diabiossi does incredible, like knowing, yeah, you know, like How get bad guys being thwarted. And like yeah. one of the other things I wrote down is like also, I can't remember which of them who says it. I, th- I can't. I think it's Vince McMahon. Does it? Can you believe this? And I was just sat there thinking, yes, Vince, yes, I can. <laughs> From the second it started, when he didn't slop him immediately, yeah. I knew it was coming for a fact. From, from the second when uh, his um, minions were, were were holding Bam Bam, and he was doing the, I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm going to do, do it. it. You're not going to do it, mate. So what's what's that's happening here, mate? You're going to get, get done over. No offence, like, but that's it's what's going on. exactly there. the same dynamic when the tag team partner holds the guy. Yeah. You know the guy's going to move. Of course he's he going to punch his partner. 
And that will, for some reason, hurt him far more than that time someone yeah. he didn't know smacked him with those stairs. Uh, they're the rules, mate. Yeah. Also, and then, I can't remember if I mentioned this before on, on, the, uh, on the podcast, but then we have literally my favourite event in wrestling. Nothing compares to it. It is the best thing that can happen in wrestling. Henry Godwin lost, right? He got beat. He lost the match. But then he slapped Ted DiBiase, so they put his music on. Because that's the real quiz, Mike. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the real quiz. Who slapped who? Um, yeah, but anyway, that's... Uh, yeah. Good, like, like I say, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it had... Especially for... Ted DiBiase really added a lot to that yeah, as well. Because like it was basically a handicap match. Yeah, and for like... Uh, one of the, what you'd call one of the nothing matches of the pay-per-view. It's not, wasn't one of the big draws or anything. It like, it had good psychology, it kept it moving along. It was good. It was real good. Uh, and then we get, actually, this is the bit where Jim Cornette is back talking to Gorilla Monsoon. And um, maybe, maybe you have, maybe we completely disagree on this, but I thought Cornette did an exceptional job in that what he does is he stays in character throughout Throughout, it sounds like all he's doing is, is you know, reminding himself. Yeah, is and like yeah. And, and clarifying things and telling and telling Monsoon that, that he's an idiot and it's a stupid idea. But yeah. what he actually does is he systematically clarifies what is happening in the main event. So he does stuff like, like it starts off with him going, "Well, what do you mean I've got to find a tag partner for Yoko?" And Girl Monsoon's like, "Well, Owen's not here, so you've got to get someone else." Just what? Who the hell am I going to find? And then Monsoon is like. Oh, well, you know, you, you can pick anyone from, from the roster. So for this night, and this night only, he's going to be a, the tag team champion. Yeah, and like, yeah. like so it, it's incredible. Cause like if and he, if he wins, will he still... Yeah, he, yeah. he, he does it all. He, he goes yeah. through and systematically, whilst not breaking character, not breaking KVF, not doing, like, not doing anything, he just clarifies one after another any question you could possibly have with it still looking like a normal promo. It's sensational. Um, just too bad. As I've said, last night was hot as hot as fuck. Mm. Even I was forgetting what was going on. Yeah. What, is, what there's a main event? Oh yeah, there is because Jim Cornette's just reminded me of it's, it yeah. and told me exactly, you know, every kind of yeah, well, like every stipulation. Stipulation, that's the word. Um, like just to clarify those stipulations. Oh. So basically, Cornette has to he has to find a replacement for Owen Hart. That guy will for just one night only. He'll be an official tag team champ so if he loses then Sean and, and Diesel get the belts but if he wins then he wins for the belt of whoever he pins or submits or whatever and that's that's yeah so that's basically it but it's it's just a wonderful bit of um, of just real yeah. old school wrestling just you know it, it's a man but that's a real skill that isn't it yeah like staying in character like not at one point I was like yeah this is bullshit they're just reminding us of it no, no it was it, like yeah he, they are but he, in character yeah I'm like angry as well so a lot, so of, a lot like, of it is a lot of in, in, in modern day wrestling there's a lot of so if I win like you've just been told to do this to promote but yeah and, and you know but it like but he, he, he stays in character. Well, like I say, yeah, there's nothing more to like, say. He does, he, does a, like, he does a fine job as well of doing stuff like going, like, he asks, like, a slightly different question so Gorilla Monsoon can just say it. 
So he does stuff like goes, oh, well, where am I going to find a tag team partner? So then Gorilla Monsoon goes, oh, you can pick anyone on the WWE roster as long as blah, blah, blah. And then, like, um, so then Carnet goes, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. He's not one of the tag team champs. He goes, oh, well, you know, like, for, for just, tonight only, he is. Yeah. Like, like, he just mixes it up enough, but it seems really natural. It, it's it's fantastic. It really is. Um, yeah, and then we move on to um, Bulldog against Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really understand why this was happening. Uh, I have no idea what backstory there is, if there's any. Um, it seemed to be just a match for these two guys to have a match at the pay-per-view, if you know what I mean. I, I, and it was and to build up Bulldog because he wins he does win yeah um, oh, one thing I did know about the match though was that there is an incredible Inzaguri in it from Bam Bam Bigelow yeah from like and not only is the Inzaguri actually I'll let you finish yeah. that sentence not only is the Inzaguri amazing because it's from Bam Bam Bigelow who is what £400 He's massive, yeah. But the flip and roll. Yeah, like... He does it twice. Yeah, Davey Boy yeah. does a flip on the Inzagori. It's, it's it's insane. It's really, like... It's he one of the best Inzagoris I have yeah. ever seen. It's it's fantastic. It really is. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I found... It got, it got a little slow, the match. I mean, Bam Bam was very much There's a big um, man in it. And well, Bam Bam does the, um, the headbutt from the top rope. Mm. And there was a bit where... Bulldog proper does a roll, 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 roll to get in position. Yeah. Did you did you see that bit? I, I, I did. I know what you mean. It's it's like it's one of those. Made you laugh a bit. Like. It may it makes yeah. makes you laugh and, and stuff. You don't want to be too 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 on them about it, but right. yeah. Um, eventually, Bulldog, Bulldog was doing the old chopping the tree. He was going for the leg yeah. throughout. Um, but I thought it was. Look, it was decent. It wasn't exceptional, but it was decent. Bulldog wins with, with a power slam, a good one. Like it, like I, I thought. Oh, do you just... remember the bit where um, Bulldog tried a sunset flip, and Bam Bam actually sat on him? That doesn't happen often. No, because usually the guy moves out of the way for the heavy guy. Because, yeah. but he actually sat on him, and it looked a bit painful. Yeah, I mean. I think a lot of, for the match, like, it had a few Bam Bam missed the moonsault. Yeah. It had a decent, it had, like, as, I don't think it was amazing, but it had a good feel of two guys who trusted each other. Yeah, me too. But, like, it did feel like they trusted each other and they, they, you know, they were willing to do stuff, like, which was decent. Bulldog argues with the crowd on his way out as well, tries to snatch a flag off someone, because for some reason... You say Bulldog won by the the power Yeah, yeah, good one. Really good one. Um... But yeah, there was some USA chants in it, which was just weird. Like I know, I know Bulldog's thing is is he's from Great Britain, but like, are you that jingoistic that a man from from one of one of your allies deserves USA chants? Like, come on, lads. A I, man from the country of your closest allies. Look, we made you, lads. <laughs> That's what happened. You wouldn't exist if it wasn't for us. And let and let's be brutal about it. You're only independent because your rich lads didn't want to pay your taxes. Yeah, and and it's worth noting that George Washington only led your goddamn army, your stupid revolutionary army, because we wouldn't let him lead ours. He went, can I get a real rank? And we went, no, mate. Um, anyway, uh, probably not. I do love America. Look, I'm a big fan. I've been there a few times. They do a, 
what they, they, they do a lot better than us, uh, and I've said it a lot of times before, is they do a better angle on um, on drinking than we do. Like, we do a lot of going out to drink, and if you have fun, then great. Whereas they do going out to have fun, and if that means drinking, then great. So they do a lot of, you go out to a sports bar, I'm setting loads my of ways, shit on. mate, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm setting self-destructive. Yeah. But, like, I just like that they, they, they tend to, like, most of their drinking places have something else going on. There's, like, there's decent food, or there's, there's sport, or there's summer. Whereas over here, you can just find a dank hole and hurt yourself. Yeah, and if, if at least, if you don't find at least two people there who smell of piss, then you're in the wrong spot, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? But anyway, so a good heel commitment from, from Bulldog was my point there before I got all um, weird and anti-American. Um, yeah, he did get really... Uh... Yeah, no, I'm good with him. I like him. But, um, like, he, yeah, he really commits to, to being a heel. fat. But, man, yeah, yeah, that is a problem. But so are we now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's coming everywhere. I'm I mean, fat now. I've got, like, man boobs and stuff. Yeah, me too. I'm, my gym's closed as well at the minute. Been, I've lost a fair bit of weight recently. I've been going to the gym, but my gym is closed. Um, but I'm in. I'm in. I'm not complaining about that because it is closed because of a significant human tragedy, and, and you know, I accept that that's for, that's for another day, though. We're, yeah. we're not going to talk about no. That. But on a side note, when, like because I'm not Lily Allen, aren't you? No, I was assumed you were. Anyway, uh, there's a hotline. Is what came next. They start advertising that hotline like. Honestly, I'm sure at the time it seemed normal, but in an internet age... Oh yeah, WWE seems... Superstar Live. Yeah, You it's... get to talk with the, uh, the yeah, combatants of the After, previous... Like, they have a shot of DiBiase still with slap on him on the phone. It's <laughs> fucking weird. How much did you pay for the privilege? I don't know. I was, all I could think was, this is just bizarre. Well, you, used, you like the word, this is too much hocking. Yeah, like, it, it is, and it's, yeah, like, but that, like I use the word, because it's what they do here, but they, they proper hock stuff. It is like those markets where you walk your past and some guy starts going on about how your trainers are looking a little worn, and, you know, do you want these, uh, you know, Nick ones? It's like, what? You mean Nike? And he just goes, well, if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's so weird. Like Nicks were a thing, weren't they? Yeah, I had some hike socks as well. For a while. <laughs> no, you didn't, did you? I did, yeah. That's humiliating. <laughs> yeah, they were alright. They were... <laughs> socks, not actual trainers. Like, I... trainers, you. Goaler is apparently a good thing now. Back yeah. in our day, it was the. Yeah, it was a bit of a. It was, yeah. High tech. They were so bad. I had some high tech football boots for a while, actually. I had some high tech trainers. Yeah, because like, high tech weren't that. Weren't a total joke, but like, like I bitched me this pair of football boots I really liked, like, a, and so I got them. But yeah, Gola were were so um, whatever the opposite of cool is that like even my mum when we were talking about getting me football boots, that's a bit. She always go, oh yeah, you know, we'll get you some decent. You don't want Gola ones, do you? <laughs> like every time, she still says it to this day. Quite frankly, but apparently Gola's quids in now, isn't it? Apparently, yeah, I don't know. I, can't follow it. I'm can't not keep up with, up with the kids, can you? I'm not down with the young people, in any any way at all. You but hate them, that's why. I do a little, yeah. Uh, anyway, dumb as fuck. Well, I mean, I've I suppose shown I the was... Einstein thing. It's like it's a real problem that, but you know, 
I was dumb as fuck when I was a kid. Yeah, but, I wasn't. But I didn't open my mouth as much as they, they no. did. No. They, live, they live in a, in a world where... it Like, like I kind of knew I was full of shit. Like, I was always like... Yeah, like, at the very worst, you knew that you couldn't mouth off to, to someone bigger than you. Like, Who, you. Who'd had a job. Yeah, like, you just couldn't do it. Like, there was... I don't want to say respect because I sound like an old man. It wasn't really respect. It was just no. I well, I don't. I don't want to paint myself too well. It wasn't mm. respect. It's just I knew. I I knew if I mouthed off with someone who had a few more years than I did, I'd get found out. Yeah, possibly slapped. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so that's um. That's yeah. That's that. But uh, so next up on the actual wrestling was uh, was Bob Backlund. Who's apparently thinking of running for president? Um, I'm fair play to him. Um, yeah, he just chastises the crowd for being thick. And... Well, the words I had were, he's here for a promo. Uses a lot of big words. Like, it's kind of odd, but but fun in its way. Um, basically, just to uh, promote and introduce a man of similar ilk. Dean Douglas. The Dean. The Dean, yeah. So he comes From out. the University of Knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I've got that as well. The University of Knowledge. Weird. Anyway, um, so he's fighting Razor. Obviously, that's the thing that's been going on. You know, like, I don't think I've, maybe I've brought it up before, but like, just during this match, I, 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 every time, whenever I watch one of his matches back, I always forget how big Razor was. Because it's, it's, we didn't want to make a big thing mm. about it. Because it, well, you didn't. But I did find it odd. Remember that, um, was it that Raw? when it Bulldog. Was, when it was Razor against Bulldog. Yeah. And he was kind of fighting like a smaller guy. Mm. I know Bulldog's probably pound for pound stronger because he is freaky strong. But yeah. he was a lot bigger than Bulldog. Yeah, like he's, he's big. He's massive. Like really big, yeah. Like whenever, like in my own head, I always think of him as like... Intercontinental size. Yeah, basically, isn't I it? I do as well. Kind it's... of, kind of Brett size. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is, but yeah. Oh, also, actually, just just with this match, um, there, there, there is a bit in it. I can't remember what he says now because I didn't know it down. There's a bit where well, whoever what King, Jerry Lawler says that Jim Ross is the slow dragon of fingernails on the blackboard of life. <laughs> It's funny, as I can't remember it's that bit. But there's a bit where he, he makes McMahon laugh, as in like, like he says something about him, and like, like McMahon just laughs. Like he seems to just genuinely laugh because it's funny. He really is cutting edge during this period, Lola. Mm. Like he's saying a few, he goes a bit rogue sometimes, <laughs> yeah. like where you can't keep character. <laughs> yeah, because he's, yeah, no, he's I, a bit cheeky. Yeah, I just I just enjoyed it. Um, with the match itself... Oh, there's a bit in during the match, I think near the beginning, where you know we see Cornette in the corridors backstage approaching Mabel. Oh, yeah, he does a bit. Yeah, he does that kind of throughout the show. He pops yeah. up occasionally. Like, for some reason that I couldn't understand, I couldn't get into this match. Like, I just... There were nice bits. There's a bit yeah. of chain wrestling at the beginning. I just kept um, finding myself doing like you know, like I'd I'd be watching a match and I'd have my phone out and I'd be like you know just just googling something. I'd be like oh shit I'm watching a wrestling match. 
Like, I just couldn't couldn't focus for some reason. Couldn't get into it. Um, not, which is not to say it was was a bad match. It, it was decent. I don't know. I was just, it was more about me than the actual match. But, yeah. Um, I don't remember really anything from it, but I think that's a consequence. There's a bit of a collision, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Um, Razor raises edges him. Um, ref the ref's a, down, gets yeah, distracted. that was good. Like the ref gets knocked down, and that's yeah. well done, yeah. And then Bob Backlund's kind of stopping the ref, get you know, distracting the ref because Razor's Razor's edged. Uh, yeah, the one, Dean one two three kid comes out and like yeah yeah he, he actually it. counts one two three. Yeah. And then uh, one thing I noticed was like Ben Razor like throws him like a mile. Like yeah, he, I, I put him absolutely launches pushes him, him out violently. <laughs> yeah, like, like not he just launches that guy. Like he, he, yeah, it's like he was javelining him. And then as Razor's watching him on the uh, on the floor on the outside, the Dean rolls him up for a pin, grabs the tights. It's a bit of a messy one. Well, basically, what I have written down about it is Dean Lugless wins with the single worst roll up I've ever seen. I think they know that because they were they were highlighting more the fact that he grabbed the tights. Yeah, it was... Because the roll-up was... was awful. The match was okay. Yeah. It just it wasn't sharp, was it? No. And, it, and the pace was a bit weird. And like, I don't know. I don't know how much to get into the background of various things and like stuff happening behind the scenes, but... Well, I was thinking that. I think it there's all, some of it yeah. in here, like... Like, basically... Also, I'm... Like, in another way, like I was quite impressed by Dean Douglas mm. without liking the match, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, like I thought he did good stuff. Yeah, to just I mean, because like there's people who might not know to clarify what I was saying, was basically Dean Douglas in the years since is one of one of the leading voices of the, the clip they sabotage my career, sabotage his career. So, like, and it does feel like Razor's giving him nothing. Um, Anyway, but we'll he does okay. Yeah, he does he, okay. He does okay. So then, then after the, the match, we do have more hocking of stuff. But that's Shawn Michaels' hat and glasses again. I don't know who's buying this shit, lads. I really don't. Maybe someone is. If they are, fucking fair play to you guys. But $25 for a hat, glasses, and a video. Yeah. Modelled by Michael Hayes. Michael <laughs> P.S. Maybe not want to buy it. That... <laughs> I know, it's just weird. Then there's a very short Sean and Diesel promo where they're, you know, it's weird. Being lads. Uh, yeah. And they're all right. Like... Sean does a weird, weird little speech. He compares Owen not being around to uh, when you're, like, in love with a woman who's oh, a yeah. bit... Yeah. Bit, a bit... What, what have I, I wrote He here? says something, like, a bit crazy or something, doesn't he? He's like... It's it is odd, yeah. Yeah, a bit fruity, but you can't make it work. Yeah, it's he. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously off his face at this point, you know, Michael. <laughs> so, so you know, you can't expect a huge amount of, of realism, but it is make, weird. You know, their thing again is for two dudes with attitudes. Yeah, two chaps with four straps. They're really obnoxious. I really wouldn't like them now. Shawn Michaels is my favourite wrestler of all time so I'm glad I watched that when I was a kid and thought he was the coolest guy ever because if I was watching it now I'd think what a twat 
He does back it up, though. He packs it up and then some, doesn't he? <laughs> he really does. And it's like, I can understand, like, there's a lot of people who hate Sean, and I can understand why they do. It must be very annoying mm. how consistently he backs it up. Because, like, it, it'd be so much nicer to just hate him across the board, I would imagine. Um, anyway, so after that is um, something I've been waiting for since we started this. I call him JPL you. now. <laughs> That's, That's John, my shorthand. John Pierre Lafitte. JPL. That pirate's there. He's wearing the jacket he nicked off Brett as well, which I think is a nice touch. Um, and then... I've put it the worst feud ever. Yeah, it's got to be right up there. It really well, it does. isn't because like I put the worst feud ever, but Brett's had a few, so it's, it's a pick. He had some balance. He gets like a little promo as this is happening. And basically, like my notes on the promo is, you see in the film Dodgeball? So he's in... Brett's entire promo is that scene where Vince Vaughn grabs Steve the pirate up against the wall and just goes, you are not a pirate, and then walks off. That's his entire do, promo. Do you think that's a, a deliberate thing, or do you just think they started backtracking after realising how ridiculous having a pirate is? It's like, <laughs> no. he's a pirate, now he's a thief. He's not a real pirate. Yeah, I'm not sure is the honest answer to that. I've no idea. Um... One of the things with it, like, was... This match is ridiculously good, by the way. Like, it's a fine match. My notes are like, how good is JPL? Yeah, like, they are... I mean, obviously, Bret Hart is Bret Hart. But, like, JPL is is pretty fantastic. One thing I have, like, it starts with... Oh, just just before we crack on to the match, what an ovation Bret gets. Mm. Like, he's numero uno in the fans... Hard, yeah, and he's being given nothing. He's got a pirate, Mike. He's but the pirate in ring, this guy is phenomenal. Yeah, he, is he not? Really, oh yeah, he's like. Did this I imagine is, this? No, this is like this match is Did that crazy suicide dive at the beginning. What Brett does? This is what I was yeah. going with. Like it's the best suicide dive I've ever seen. Like I don't know if. Maybe I imagine this, but it really does look like it didn't go perfectly. But that makes it like better. it's hard to tell whether Brett does it deliberately. But like JPL doesn't catch him; he flips him over him. JPL, yeah, JPL, yeah. <laughs> like doesn't catch him; he flips him over. So yeah, because usually you see a real kind of easy to identify catch. Yeah, which but, is you know I don't want wrestlers breaking an X. No, you have to do not. it. But, um, yeah, the, the fact that it went slightly wrong added to the, um, yeah, added to the effect of... Yeah, and, like, like I can't tell if it's if it's real or not. Like, I, I'd, I'd love, because, it. I'd love it if they meant it like that. Because if it's, because it's Brett, I'm willing to give him credit that he might have. But there's even a bit where just afterwards you see him do, like, a... Like, he does, like, you know, that relieved breathe out thing as well. He, he knows it, it, it went wrong and he's... He's dead relieved he didn't really die. But, like, he's also fine, so it's, like, it's hard to, to, well, to tell. They, but but they're both, obviously, extremely talented guys. Mm. I can't believe how good JPL was, so they probably fought on their feet, adjusted their movement a bit, I don't know, but... It's, like, yeah, it's a real good move. It's one of, one of the best wrestling moves I've ever seen. Don't know how deliberate it was, but... He really does, as they keep saying during the match JPL what a phenomenal mover for a man of his size 272 yeah. pounds like that bit where he's thrown out the ring and lands on his feet yeah yeah it's, 
And like, I like, there's loads of little bits I like it. You know, I mean, a lot of people have taken a lot of things from from, from that and obviously took a lot of things from a lot of other people. He's, he is not an, he's not an Isaac Yankum. No. He, he, JPL was really good. Yeah, I love the bit where he does for, he tries, he does for flip over, over the top and, and Brett just, just walks out the way. Some, some, I'd like Samoa Joe does a lot these days, isn't it? But like, yeah, he just, just walks off. Um, the other thing with matches, uh, Jeff King Lawler really hates Brett. Like, he really hates him. Really does. Don't know that's true. Well, they had their, um, still ongoing, isn't it? They still got Yankum going. No, but they had, um, I don't know if it was... They had the Kiss My Feet match fairly recently. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. Yeah, now... As in, not no. recently now, as in just before this. They yeah. had, like, a real big feud. Yeah, well, I mean, they had, and like... Uh, when I don't Brett, know what year it was, Brett but they had... King of the Ring, didn't he? And yeah, they had, had, all they had feud of the year at some point around this time. Um, so, anyway, yeah, so that's, that's going on. Um, then, uh, like, the match ends... Brett makes him tap, which is a good touch. Was well, that a good bit? Where remember when uh, JPL was on the top, and that thing that I uh, called like a swanton bomb without any the extension cannonball. is called a cannonball. There was a bit where he did a leg drop. Yeah. Um, and I thought he was going to do a cannonball, but he didn't. Then he did the leg drop, got that up, missed the cannonball. Then I had some coffee. I've wrote here because I was. F- Dying on my fucking <laughs> ass by this point. Good on you, mate. I've got a JPL missed the running slingshot somersault. I, I think I've just, I think yeah. I'm writing gibberish at this no, point. No, no, no. Basically, so he runs and like he slingshots himself over the top rope to the outside and oh, Brett yeah, just walks yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. So Brett just walks out of the way, which is, it's good. And then, like, and the then there's loads good. of really good bits after this. So Brett does the atomic drop. You know, mm. Brett starts his chain finish, yeah. you know, the atomic drop, the Russian leg sweep. But he keeps the trying... Bulldog. The bulldog. The uh, elbow drop from the middle rope. Mm. So he keeps trying to do this stuff, but he's thwarted at every... Uh, so yeah, he does it's... the atomic drop, but then can't get the next There's even thing. a bit where... where, where um, Like, he blocks a sharpshooter, doesn't he? And, like, yeah. and the, the king is saying, oh, you know, he's, he's taking away all the things Brett normally wins with. Brett doesn't know what mm. to do. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's... And they both do a lot of missing stuff and Brett ends much. up tangled in the ropes because he tries a crossbody and he moves out the way. Um, it, it's it's yeah. glorious. The, the whole thing is glorious. And then, then Brett a, eventually wins. When well, the, there's a double collision. They're both on the floor. Yeah. And Brett does this, like, I've seen him do it quite a few times. He gets the sharpshooter on off the floor. Yeah, so basically... He tangles his legs. So he, he yeah. does does the leg thing while they're both on the ground, and then basically, as he stands up, he puts a sharpshooter on. So it, it, it's a lot of fun to watch, in all fairness. Um, yeah, and like, it was... Yeah, great match. Apt, yeah, I loved it. Loved every second of it. I thought it was apt when... No. King in his... Mm. Surprise and outrage. He's like, how does he keep doing it? Yeah. And the man says, after watching that, how I felt, because he is the best, there is the best, there wasn't the best. Well, again, this is, this is like, uh, you know, I mentioned that yeah. I, I accidentally looked at some reviews. Um, maybe I might do it, I might do it more. So maybe you should do it and I shouldn't. Yeah, maybe, because yeah. like some of them, like, you know, there's some good stuff in some of them. Like, I, I read one where they were just talking about better this time and we're like, and like, he, the guy just went, ah, he must have got cigarettes. It's like, mate, can you go out and have a great match with a pirate? Of course I can, and Brett fucking hurt. <laughs> That's basically how it works. 
Like, it's like, mate, he, he's better at it. He can do what he wants. Um, like, honestly, like, he, he can make a chimp look decent. But, like, yeah. He, he, he's, he's very, very good. Anyway, so we move on from that. And we're at main event time. And uh, for some reason, I'll never understand. Uh, the British Bulldog is uh, Yokozuna's partner now. He's already wrestled once tonight. It's fine. I mean, you know. Whatever, um, but I, I I was thinking here something you said on one of the um, the earlier mm. uh, podcasts. Like, is that deliberate or is the roster this thin? Yeah, like you can't get away from that. For a minute, this roster feels real thin. Like, like it doesn't feel like there's, there's a lot to go with. I know they're building Bulldog, but still, like if you and they must have prepared this in advance. To build him, you don't have to have him wrestle twice in the same night, do you? I mean, I don't think you do. Or have no other options? Exactly. I just think there's no other. I mean, who else? Like, well, let's let's do it now. Who who could they have picked instead? And that's mine. Yeah, I mean, nothing comes to mind. Maybe the Undertaker, but I'm not sure what the Undertaker's up to at the minute. Well, the Undertaker. Um... And He's then, fighting Bulldog next on Raw, isn't he? Yeah, and, they, they and this could only hurt The Undertaker. Like, um, they're still building him as that, you know, he's still the dead man and he's, you know, he's unstoppable. And stuff. It's hard to see how what he gets out of being in that tag team, really. I can't really think of anyone else. I mean, anyone else has, has similar problems. And, yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, we've a, only been watching it two weeks. I don't know who's hibernating at the minute, but yeah. from what we've seen... But doesn't seem to be another option. Yeah. Anyway, after this, there's a strangely prolonged effort by Alundra Bay's Alundra Blaze to sell I me a t-shirt. I put Medusa because I can't pronounce her name. Yeah. So she so. she she spends a good long while trying to sell me a t-shirt. Fair play to her. What do the, what do the Americans call it? I put post and package. Uh, shipping and something. Shipping, shipping and handling. Something like that. Yeah. Twenty dollars. And and once again, because... And you get a video as well. Yeah, which, I mean, uh, I've just written down three cassettes with everything. Like, you buy anything, you get three cassettes. That's just how it works. Which was in the bushes, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very strange. I'm not even sure why there were bushes to begin with. Is she hot, I wonder, please? Hmm, tough one. Don't know, is the honest answer. Um, I saw boobs today, Abe. Yeah, you said. It was really weird seeing <laughs> boobs at work. I think I real style it out. I, I think the people whose boobs I saw thought that guy doesn't care about boobs. Okay. I mean, Mike doesn't, just so everyone knows. But those people who I talked about before annoyed me to such a degree and made my life such a fucking living misery that I really didn't buy the end of my shift. Yeah, it's weird being at work. There's certain things you just don't care about at work. It's like, yeah, I'm not asked them at work at the minute, mate. No, it's just angry. Yeah, and anger. I meant as more. Anger negates the pleasure of seeing boobs. Yeah, yeah. Because if it doesn't, you're a rapist. See, I was gonna (laughs) like I was thinking of the angle, and I didn't, I didn't want to go there. But but you are right. Yeah, if 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 sexual arousal is 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 linked in your mind to anger, then you need to get help. Or I'm calling the police on you. Because <laughs> that is not ending well, lads. And we all know that. Anyway, so after the, the three cassettes with everything, we get to uh, the main event triple header thing. 
Um, that one of the things that. Oh, I was on my ass by this point. Yeah. I'd had a coffee. I was smoking out the window. Um, Fair I'm enough. not allowed to smoke in my flat, um, which is a good thing because I'd smoke like four times as much. My girlfriend won't allow me. So I was smoking out the window, drinking. I was dead at this point. This is like four o'clock in the morning. I watched it, but I've got no notes, mate. I was done. Yeah, like one of the things I noted about it pretty early was for like Sean and Diesel, no matter what you think of them, they do look like they're having fun for a lot of this match. Like they do look like mates and stuff, which I, which I think is quite nice. Because they are. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, like... Sean is is as solid as ever. Uh, there's a bit where Vince I'm, is loving him as much as as much as as creepily inappropriately as he always does. Um, there's a bit where Bulldog suplexes Diesel, which is which is really good. Um, does must take a lot lot of strength. Uh, oh, because he um, yeah Diesel. Uh, sorry, mm. Bulldog, he tries to su- uh, suplex Diesel, doesn't he? Mm. You know one of those standing vertical ones where he yeah. keeps him up for ages? And he fucks up the first one, am I right? But but that made it look... See, I don't. I like fuck-ups in wrestling. Because it, it, it's, it, it's real, it, isn't it? It really noted if, how hard if it was, you real, yeah. If you real style it out like it's nothing but a thing... Mm. They're, the, they're the good bits well yeah like when he does eventually yeah. suplex him it does look like oh he's finally done it like it makes it seem like he's overcome some kind of mountain and it is there it's good um, like I say Sean excellent as ever Yokozuna as weird and disappointing and I don't understand why he was ever WWE champion as ever oh, just because um, of his luck isn't it yeah but it's shit and I hate it um, anyway um, it all gets a bit weird towards the end, like there's people like getting smacked all over the place and stuff. And then Owen Hart appears literally from nowhere. In wrestling here as well, like he's he's fully like So that's you know Yeah. That was my faux pas before. Because right. I assume from this I guess we'll find out later, that was all part of the evil plan. Mm. To have three on two by yeah. hiding Owen Hart. Yeah, so anyway, um, so he comes out and he, like, basically, it's really weird when Owen comes out. He kind of just comes out, tries a move off Doesn't the top, yeah. misses, gets jackknifed and then pinned. And that's it. Yeah, and he gets pinned. Yeah, yeah. Like, having watched ahead, I, I am aware of why he gets pinned. Um, probably won't bother ruining it on this podcast, but, um, yeah, like, it's... Yeah, he'd watched ahead a bit before we started this. Yeah, until I went, on my own. Well, we're let, actually doing well. I went less in this podcast, so yeah. Can't so, do it so I've watched so it we... a little bit. Like it's, it's not great either. Like, basically, actually, I will do it here because it, it's an annoying end to, to this. Essentially, only how it gets pinned um, to negate the actual selling point of this main event. Uh, so, in essence. At the point Owen gets pinned, he wasn't one of the tag champs. So, come the next Raw, no no belts change hand. So, basically, we were guaranteed belts would change hand here, and they don't. Um, like, and, like, again, for, for me, watching it back, it's not that big a deal, but I understand at the time, people weren't happy. But anyway, yeah, so so that that's what goes down, and, and it's kind of a bitch, yeah. What time are we on, eh? Uh, it's like ten past nine, like. No, I mean, how long have we been doing this for? Hour and ten. Hour and ten. Well, let's wrap it up then. 
Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. All right, so, so that's that. So anyway, so next, we've got the fallout from it coming soon and, and obviously be a company in W3 W Nitro. So yeah, stay frosty, everyone. Stay frosty. And if you see boobs, try and enjoy them because I feel like... Not in an angry way. But I, I feel like I've missed out today. You have, Mike. You have. All right, lads. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take care.